Okay, so the deal is knowing what is movable in your life and what should not move. So, for example, you know that Sunday mornings should not move. Ideally, if you're in town, Sunday mornings do not move. Now, you'll be in church on Sunday morning. Now, it's different if, if you have to travel. Uh, maybe, let's say you travel to Oshun, um, Ekiti, you know, but even if you're in Ibadan, Sunday morning you can make it to Lagos. Yeah. So, it's true. When you know what should not move in your week. So, he said, please watch, watch, that, watch that boy. Staircase. Yeah. So, you set your Sunday mornings first. Then what next again? Your prayer times. Okay, so no matter how tired I am, I should pray 15 minutes in tongues before I go to bed. Now you're setting what should not move in your, in your schedule. Now when you do that, you'll find it easier to navigate your other affairs. So you know Sunday morning is fixed. Right? My 15 minutes before bedtime at night is fixed. If you do this, it's not really, really, really super conflict with your job. You can't be too busy to pray 15 minutes in a day. It's only if you want to pray. Abi, right? 15 minutes. Not one hour, 15 minutes. And so it's about priorities, where your heart is. Where your treasure is, you have to be there. Amen. Then number two, um, you, you are, you, you're working, at least you're making money, so serve God with your money also. It's very important. Okay? You know, you know how it even works? When you give your money to someone, your heart is there. And that's my point. When you serve there, and you give there, your heart is there. I get, is that clear enough? Where your art is, your treasure is. Where your treasure is, your art is. So you can move your art by your treasure. Did you get that? You can move your heart by your treasure. So for example, we say that if somebody offends you and you try not to matter the person, give the person something. Just give the person a gift. What are you doing? You are moving your art of affection to the person by giving to the person. So, so instead of being mad at the person, what you are giving to him, you can't be mad at him. You get my point here. So you're annoying me and I keep giving you 5k every day. For example, I can't be really angry at because I'm giving you my resources. Is that, is that, is that, does that make sense? So you can move your art by moving your treasure. So where you put your, your time, your giving, your, you know, naturally, you need to find more affection for it. What do you do? Um, tie your art to things of God. Invest in it. Time, effort, resources. So in that way, you're securing your heart in things of God. Okay? Then, of course, get messages to listen to. Listen to messages and tapes. So even if you're not there on Sunday, make sure you're there. At least you get the messages you listen to them regularly to keep, you keep yourself in the church loop. Okay? I know it's, it sometimes gets very tricky, but if you set your heart to it, you get it right at some point. Okay? And, and God is not mad at you. Yeah, God is not mad at you. What happens is that people, people, that people start pulling back when they feel that God is angry with them. Okay? I haven't been to church in a month. God was really, really mad at me. So people now start pulling pulling back because they feel you know, God is angry with them. So we as some people of God as church members, we help them know that God is not angry with you. We are not angry with you too. We love you as you are. Amen. We are managing you. but you know, <laughs> We find in here, I guess my point here, so we should help them to be happy when they come to, when they come to give them hugs. We are happy to see you. Have you been? Uh, not. You know, when we do that, we keep them out, not bring them in. Praise God. The second question, how do you know when to move? Now, um, as Wura said, you know, really, your job might not always make you super happy, but it shouldn't depress you too. I get my point here. It may not make you super excited, but it should not depress you. If it's depressing you, really, you should move. Because your mental state is more important than your, than your pocket. Amen. Your mental state is more important than your pocket. 
you can have the money and be depressed. What's the point? So, um, if you start, start feeling negative about your job, move it. Stay at home, my opinion. At least, you know, you can have a say, okay, I'll unclip my job in three months' time. That I can save some money for now till then, knowing that I'll survive two months, three months looking for a job. Amen. But don't sit down comfortable in a job you're not happy with. A job that depresses you. Now, on Monday mornings, you're angry. Amen. I love you, Larry. Keep going. <laughs> Praise God. So, you know, we, we think that God always speaks true words. But your heart is telling you that this job is nasty for you. Your heart is saying it already. You're waiting for, God save the Lord, leave your job. When God is speaking already through your emotions, this job is not healthy for you. That is God's word to you. Leave. No, don't wait for, for a vision or some picture banner that says, my son, my son, leave this job now. It will never happen. Amen. So, we have, to, we have to now to pay attention to God's non-verbal communication. Very important. We won't always hear words. We will feel God's word. So the more you stay there, the more, the, the more annoying the job gets. So for example, now this time, um, at about August, day about last year, okay, God's word came again to me. Now, not, not, not in words. But I just knew that it's time to start this great church. Okay? So it was kind of, um, um, because I, I was not hearing any door says the Lord. Okay? There was no door says the Lord to make me know that, okay, this is a sure word from God. But I know what I was feeling. I could tell by my entire makeup that, okay, this is, it's just time. So imagine waiting, for, waiting to hear some loud, audible voice or to see some mad vision. Never happened. We think that, um, that the seeing those visions is the, is the normal way God speaks. It's not the normal way God speaks. It's, a, it's, it's, it's God's extra way of speaking. God speaks mainly through our inner witness. You just know that you know that you know there's something to do next. Amen. So, all those loud audible voices, they are not God's normal. Amen. They're not the norm. They are, they are, they are unique cases. It's like saying that I'm your father. I'm with you. I want to shout shouting again. That, Joe, come here right now. But I'm in, fr- I'm in front of you. Why do I have to shout again? I'm, I'm right in front of you. Now, God is in you. Does not seem to shout again? I get my point. It's already in you. Does not need to shout to get to make you to understand what he's saying? If you have to shout, that means that you are deaf. Sorry. If you have to shout, you have to shout while it's still being in you. It means you're not here. He doesn't shout. And what that means is that when, when, when God is still some small decisions to make, you're not getting because he wants you to shout for you to do it. So God tells you that um, there's somebody here. That's an headache. You want you to shout, someone has an headache here. Come on, basic. And that's my point here. So when we begin to understand that God speaks in inner witness, we begin to hear God more and more. Amen. Is that enough? Amen. Praise God. So I think that's good, right? So when you start feeling bad about something, most times God is speaking to you through your emotions. Amen. The Bible says that the spirit, there's our spirit. There are sons of God. So spirit talks to spirit. Inside communication. Amen. Inside communication. So pay attention to how you feel. Not just what you see, what you hear. How you feel is also very important. I must trust God that God will take care of you. That God loves you so much. He will not leave me stranded. He will not leave me without help. You know, that it will always come true for me. And even when it looks hard or difficult, God is right there with me. He will see me through. 
You know, when we love God, we fear less. Perfect love casts out fear. Fear of torment, fear of failure, fear of, um, of poverty. When we understand and are perfected in God's love, we fear less. So that song says, um, I'm no longer a slave to, to, to fear because I am a child of God. So knowing your, your sonship, amen, knowing your daughtership wipes out fear in your life. It's like saying that um, my father is Bill Gates. I can't fear poverty anymore. Are you getting my point here? So your father is God. You should fear less. What can men do to you? Amen. amen. Your father is God of, God of the whole earth. You should not live in fear of demons, of witches, of failure. So tell some people, they're coming after you, so don't, don't go out of your house. <laughs> Have you that before? They're chasing you, so stay. Don't go out this week. Or don't travel. Amen. Your father is God, Yahweh. What can man do to you? What can devils do to you? So you go out even with more boldness. They did not put their father's will. Amen. Your father is God. It's Yahweh. So when we don't understand our son, some things just die. The worries die. The fears die. So you know, even if it remains one minute for me to be stranded, God will come true for me. It's Yahweh. Amen. Yahweh. Hallelujah. Awesome. So our part two of this um, sermon. So I started last week by saying that, um, that God has put in everyone's heart um, dreams, desires, passions. But before you were born, God knew you and ordained you. He didn't just wake up one morning and say, let's throw a fine girl to the head without any purpose or, 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 or passion or purpose. Before you were formed, he put in you a passion, a purpose, ambitions, dreams, assignments. You are not random. You are not just um, Big Bang Theory's work. Yeah. So, as a creator, I don't create randoms, right? You create randoms. No, I think about and I create something because I have an idea in mind. So also, you must trust that God of the whole earth, not just do random selection. I say, of all the spams, above all the whatever here, you come. It doesn't work that way. God was, pop- you know, I will say that um, of all the whatever, that only you came out. It's not true. God chose you. You didn't did struggle out. You didn't fight out your own power to come out of it. No. God chose you. He made you, ordained you. You know, it sounds good to say, you know, of all the clinical, I, I don't know how to put it down. Of all the spam cells, of all the one million spam cells, you fought your way out. You're a winner. <laughs> God is not random. So you might, can you imagine how weird that is? Even though it sounds motivational. But it's quite stupid. Amen. God is not random. God chose you. Before you were born, he formed you. He ordained you. So if he ordained you, he put you a purpose, an assignment. So it's already ordained and assigned. You are only discovering it. Amen. We're not just creating a purpose. We are only discovering what God has already done. So knowing this, we need to understand that, that many times, those thoughts, those passions in our hearts, they are, they are what God has put in us even before the world began. Amen. Amen. So, make, make you know that you are, you are not struggling to discover who you are. You are not fasting to know your assignment. Amen. 
just you're, you're recognizing it. You're coming into, into, into an awareness of it. No one in the Bible ever fasted and prayed to no purpose. It's not in the Bible. Now you fast and pray to, to know God has made you. It's not in the Bible. Is it in the Bible? Fasted and prayed for, for, for purpose. It was God that came to them by himself. Now my guy, this is who you are. Get up. So it's not us looking, looking, to, looking to reach God, to beg God, show me, Lord, please show me. It is God himself wanting to reveal to you who you are. So it's cooler that I'm not begging God, show me who I am. He is out there to reach me, to show me. So it's, so it's God that calls, not us that call. It's God that calls us. So, so look at Samuel. Samuel just, was just, you know, in um, Eli's um, school of prophets, in quotes. And God came and called Samuel. And he kept on calling on, on Samuel's head that was God calling him. So it wasn't even a one-time call. So God called the first time. Samuel, like, who is talking to me? Second time, who is, it was God, God kept on calling on Samuel. It was God calling him. So also, God keeps talking your heart until you know, okay, this is God. I get my point here. So God keeps calling until you know that this is God speaking to me. So I, so I, I told God last year, I said, if it is you, bid me to come. If it's you, just bid him to come. Just keep bidding him to come. So I just thought, okay, okay, this can only be God at some point. This, no, this, can, this feeling can only be God. So we pray that prayer. I pray personally, if it is you, just begin to come. So, so when we start having those feelings, those emotions, those, those passions, God, if it is you, just keep calling me at it. Just keep, just keep calling me to it. You feel like as, you, as you pray those prayers, those thoughts begin to rise more and more in your heart. Amen. The thoughts, the passions, the ambitions begin to rise more and more in your heart. Amen. So this is the first thing that you do. When you start feeling those thoughts, those um, impressions, take it to God. If it is you, call me more. Make it louder. If it is you, keep saying it. Amen. So, when you do this, you find, find out that those thoughts begin to rise up in your priority list. Amen. Those assignments, those ambitions begin to rise more and more and more and more in your heart. Am I communicating? That's the first thing first. Then number two, once you are sure it is God, right? What do you do next? Take it up to him again. What is the plan? How do we go about this? So he says, in all your ways, you know, commit to him in all your ways, and he'll direct your path. So he says, commit your ways to God, and he'll direct your path. So you take it to him. Lord, is, is you right? How do I take it up from here? Right? Am I communicating? So, because um, for every assignment, there is a way to go about it. Because you are, unique, you are uniquely wired. So the way Mr. A does his own, doesn't mean you should do your own the same way also. So you must take your, your plans to God. Lord, how do we establish this? How do we go about it? How do we start? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Would you dance with me, O lover of my soul? Hallelujah. To the song of all songs. Um, Open your Bible to Exodus 25:40. Exodus 25:40. Exodus 25:40. I need a reader. Daniel, read it for me today. Exodus 25:40. Would you dance with me, O lover of my soul, to the song of all songs? Please give her the microphone because I, I, I use the wireless mic. It's conflicting. Please hold on my wireless mic. Would you dance with me, O lover of my soul, 
to the song of all songs. Yuel Elion, your God most high, Jesus Christ, you are Hallelujah, Israel. Right, right. Be careful to make everything according to the model of them you have been shown on the mountain. Hallelujah. So he says, be careful to build according to the pattern you have been shown. So, for every assignment, there is a way to go about it. God communicates the vision and also the, the approach, the, 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 unique, the uniqueness of the vision. He must um, take it to God to understand exactly how you are called to build your own. Amen. So that you don't build it. Someone's someone replica. It's replica, that means you're not needed. Amen. If you build it exactly like somebody else, maybe we don't need you to do your own. So you must, you must take it to God to, to download his unique blueprint for what you are called to build. Build according to the pattern you are shown. Amen. So that's the first thing first. Take it up to God to get the pattern of which to build yours. Then secondly, we know everything is created twice. In the spiritual, then in the physical. Amen. Am I communicating? Everything is created twice. In the spiritual first and the physical. So you must understand what is created in the spiritual. Then you can build in the physical. For example, the temple we have in the Exodus is in heaven. Right? So we are building according to the pattern of what already exists. And here's my point here. We are building according to the pattern of what already exists. So you must understand what exists for you. Then you can build it natural. So, let me, let, let me bring it down to something more practical. So, for example, now, do this is work, please. Don't, make, don't think it's going to be some, some very spiritual communication. It's important, though, because God speaks to us, to us at our level. He speaks to man as man is. So this is how it works. So, you are called to build a social media brand. Now, don't think God, God now show you um, a vision of social media. And say, um, Benner, you know, don't make it spurious or spooky. Just believe that what God is communicating to your heart is real. Believe that your thoughts are valid. That you have valid dreams. Amen. Because as I'm saying it now, it's not, not looking to looking to, looking to, looking to I said, um, be that pattern is never. No, it's, it's not meant, it's not, it's not something that is, that is out of reach. It is God speaking to your heart already. Amen. So, everything you will do is already communicated to you through your inner witness. So, you are hearing God and you are hearing right. Amen. So, I'm only saying, build according to what you are hearing. People can advise you, but they must not build it for you. They must not, they must not totally direct, direct, direct division. Amen. Because they don't know what God told you. They're not there. They don't know how you are feeling. So, you can, they can direct you, but you must have, um, as I said, have Unmovables. This is this is the assignment. This, this is the approach. Now, this can move. This can move. This should not move. So we must have pillars of the assignment. Things that can that, that should not move. Amen. Are, are we getting blessed? Praise God. I'm have to move around the back of this. Hallelujah. So again, then have mentors, teachers, have books. There's uh, the way God works. God, he won't tell you all, all you need to hear. So look at Moses. Moses was 
always in God's presence, at least, as in you will go there and you see smoke, thunder, lightning, fire. But God didn't tell him everything. He took his father in law to tell him to have assistance. That this guy, if he had not about it, he would die. Guess what? He would have died and God would have not done anything about it. Because God expects you to seek wisdom yourself. Amen. So imagine that Moses that was hearing God and writing and writing um, laws on tablet. No, that, that, that level of, of, of hearing from God. And God did not tell him to have assistance. It feels, it feels almost unfair and you know, a little wicked. God didn't tell him. He took his father-in-law to let him know that, dude, you need to have people working with you to get this job done. So also, we need books, mentors, teachers for guidance. People are doing what you are doing. They are doing, they are doing, they are doing something like what you are doing already. Don't try to make everything totally new. Get help, get direction. Let people lead you. Let people, let, let people guide you. Amen. So that you don't cry where others have cried and, cried and let lessons from. You don't get bought where people have, people have passed through it and, you know, learn how they pass through it and just go through yours easily. So you don't reinvent the wheel. Find what works and work it. So it's in books, in teachers, in mentors. Be accountable. Don't, don't over, over hype your, your wisdom. Amen. Don't over hype your wisdom. Learn from teachers, from mentors. Ask people that, that, that you can take your ideas, that, that, can, that can help you to, to straighten it. Amen. So find what works and work it. You find what works in books, in mentors, and in teachers. Amen. So even Paul, when Paul had a process, when, when, when Jerusalem to, to talk to the elders there, so to be sure he's not running in vain. Even Paul, Apostle Paul, I take it to Peter and the rest, to be sure that he's not running in vain. So, so that you so don't run in vain. Take your, your, your ideas to people. Let people, let, let people give you that feedback. Okay? So you don't run, you know, just run for fun. Amen. It is hard to fail when you have mentors that, that are sustaining your industry. It's very hard to fail that way. You fail when, when, when you, just, you just run, you run alone. You likely fail. Amen. So don't run alone. Okay? Have mentors, have teachers, have people that are guiding you in your, you know, areas of, areas of influence. Now, be ready to also for disappointing times. It won't always be rosy. It's not always what? Rosy. There'll be challenging times. The times when you are when you are down your emotions. Something, something we call imposter syndrome. You heard about that before? Imposter syndrome, imposter. It's like if like a fraud. Imposter. You feel like a, you feel like a fraud. You feel like um, you are like like you know what you are doing. That happens to every founder. That happens to every creator. Everybody, right? So, what happens to you? Don't feel like you are some bad person. That happens to everybody. So, it's why we don't live by, we don't live by our emotions. Always live by what God has said to you. Live by the word, not by emotions. Because emotions can go up today, tomorrow down. So, you don't live your life by how you feel. Your feelings are crazy. Yes, feelings be crazy. So you must learn to live by the word, not by how you feel. So the day you feel high, you do you, you, are, you walk well. The day you feel down, you now you know just do nothing. No, you must live by the word, not by how you feel. Amen. So it is absolutely normal to feel. You know, this is how it works for you. Just start feeling like um, like I'm not worthy of this job. 
I don't know enough. You know, I don't pray enough. I don't know people. I don't have money. All those, all those don'ts. Just keep up, keep up on you. It happens to everybody. But the mature knows how to walk out of it and not stay there. So, so being mature is knowing not to stay in those bad feelings or to act based on how you feel. Amen. So it is not abnormal to have but we don't live by how we feel. We live by the word. So if you have been there this week, just give me. If you have been there this week, feel like an imposter, give me a wave. Amen. One. Amen. Two. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Four. Who else? What? Wow. <laughs> Five. Six. You see, right? This is absolutely normal. You are not alone. Okay? But now it works. When, when, when you start like you are alone, it's not that I pain the feeling. When you feel it's only you in that problem, not that I pain it. When you know, it happens to everybody. You just, mm, that's coming again. I just keep moving. Okay? So it happens to everybody. It happens to me this week. And this is what God told me. <laughs> this is what God, God said to me. He said, I did not call you because you're fried. <laughs> Lover of my soul, to the song of all songs. Hallelujah. Okay, okay so God told me, I did not call you because you are qualified. I didn't call you because you are qualified. I called you to qualify you. Now, I didn't call you because of where you are, what you know. I called you to take it to where you should be. So, the calling itself is a call to training. They call to building, amen. Right? The next day, Joshua was like, This is too much for me, also. So God kept telling him, Be of good courage. Be of good courage. Why? He was afraid. I guess my point here. Now look at Moses that came and said, I can't do this job. He became so good at it that the next guy was like, How do I fit into to Moses' shoes? Amen. So between when God called him and when he died, training that become efficient. Same for Joshua also. After what Joshua, Joshua was like, um, I'm now 80, right? But I'm still as strong as when I was 40. So between then and when he died also, training, efficiency. Gideon, like, who am I? Who's my father? Who's my, who's my father? Yeah. As who knows me? No money, no connection, nothing. But between then and later, David fought a full army of 300 soldiers. Because the one that calls you, equips you as you go on. Amen. Look at Peter too. Let's even go to, let's look at Peter. Peter, before, before um, Christ died, denied him three times in one day. Even before a little girl. Like, denying him for a lady. No, how, how, how bad can it be that like you deny your best body as in for like known for three years, three and a half years, nine before a little child. But that same Peter became an apostle and became one that converted three thousand in one day. Because God prepares and equips the called. So when you feel like I can't do this, of course you can't. It's not for you to do. It's for the one that calls you to help you to walk through and do. So he says it is him that works in us, both to will and to do of his great pleasure. So it's not you doing. It's just you saying yes, Lord, and doing with his help. So he says, he says, the one that calls you is faithful. He also will 
do it. So it's not you. Amen. So the one that called you is what is faithful. He also will do it. There's something else again. Now, we have this funny thing that we need to look at other people and try to compare ourselves to them. So look at the person that is in your job and like, how do I make up to this guy? Why Paul says, people that compare to each other are foolish people. He says, only fools compare themselves to other people. He says, you are being stupid. Why? You don't know his story. You don't know where he has been. You don't know what he's going through. But we're like, why am I not like this? You can't be like that. You're not him. Amen. You are a work in process. So, for example, now, and this is how funny things happens. Someone has been in your job for, for six years, for ten years, and just starting today, and you want to be like him already. And you're not feeling bad because you're not like him already. You have been there for ten years. You're starting on today. You're trying to compare yourself with him. Are you okay? But guess what? We all do it. We all do it. Ah, Maraj, one million followers. Maraj, whatever. Amen. But you, starting today, you are saying, why do I have only fucking followers? Are you okay? Tell them there for a while. Amen. So you see, a, a big church, like, ah, they are so big. Why be like this? Are you okay? They are, they are, they are 23 years old. So my 10, my 6. You are just 5 months. You are wondering why. Not like that. But it happens to everybody. So you must tell us that, okay, this right now is a stupid thought. So just trash it. Trash can. Okay? This happens to everybody, okay? But you must know how to not stay in those negative thoughts. You are more than those thoughts. Amen. Clap for me. I'm doing well. Now, we will also have naysayers. We will have people that will say, it's not possible. They must be there. No, you must have them. Yeah, say they're haters. <laughs> you must have them. Yeah. And guess what? Sometimes they're family members. No, it's usually love most times. Most times it's love. It's usually love most times. Yeah. So, for example, no, look at, it's also in the Bible. Look at Abraham and Sarah. God says, he's giving you a child. Sarah says, God is wasting time. Take, take, Ega, do this thing. Give us child, call him our own. But guess what? Abraham obeyed her and did it. Next thing, Sarah came and said, you have caused trouble again. The lady you gave baby to is insulting me. The same one that said, go and do it. So it's why we don't live what people say. Because if, if that does not work, they will tell you, maybe I told you, of which they made you do it. Yeah. So, be ready for naysayers. Don't be angry with them. They, they, you must have them in your life. Okay? Look at David also. When, when he went to, to the battle with Goliath. Like, what are you doing? You have come again. It's how it works. For, for these guys who, um, just, 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 and his brothers, it's how it works all through Bible. You have naysayers. Sometimes they are the people that you love the most. It's, it happens a lot. Even Peter, eh? she, yeah, that's even the worst case scenario. That this guy, you know, you know him. To the guy, to the guy you, you did miracles together. You saw him doing miracles. So that whatever he said was right. You're not telling him that I cast out the devil in you. 
I think that I don't, don't say negative things. That's the devil speaking. Ah. So it's how it happens for everybody, even Jesus Christ. Now, even 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 Jesus' family members, they, they didn't believe him so much. Yeah. As in said, how can he be a prophet now? We know his father. We know his mother. We know where they born him. He's a carpenter. How can he be the Messiah? How? So, in these things, you are not alone. Now, when you now feel like you are alone in it, you now begin to hype the problem. And when you hype a problem, it grows on you. Yeah. Now, because for you, a stumbling block. So, what do you need to say? Yes. Ignore. Face the job. Get it done. So, we win by proofs, not by reason or arguing. Amen. Don't try to argue with naysayers. Get your job done. Convince them by results. Look at this guy to Nehemiah. We've been in the temple in Nehemiah 4, 1 to 9. Um, they got this guy, Thomas and Sam Bilata. What's their name? Now, the only job was like, are you okay? I want to be the temple. It cannot be done. That was their job all true. It cannot be done. What do you do? Ignore. Face the job. Build your temple. Do your assignments. Amen. So also, you be prayerful about it. Pray about your assignment. Because so you know, prayer gives you a shield. Gives you grace. Gives you emotional strength. Because if, if you don't stay prayerful, those no's can, can weigh you down. Those you can't do it. Okay, maybe I can't do it. When you have an active prayer life, you have an active um, supply of energy from the Spirit of God. Active supply of energy, of joy, of grace, of peace. So stay prayerful. So you see Nehemiah, they told, Nehemiah told um, his guys, so build with one hand with block, another hand the sword. Sword to defend against enemies, another hand to keep building. Not that you drop the building and be fighting your enemies. No. As you are fighting, you are building. Amen. Not that, you know, that becomes your, your prayer. All oh, my enemies die. That's your prayer right now. All oh, my enemies die, you know. No. Live as in ready, ready to fight them. But don't make them your focus. Focus on the job. Build. Win. Now when you win, you know, no, when you win, they start farming you. We knew it. We knew it was going to make it. Uh-uh. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, I, I, I knew you were going to make it in this business. So your, your job is to make sure that you act, succeed. So they can say, it's our son. So, so, so my, yeah, yeah, that's how it works. You know, you know, I heard of a guy that finished from, oh, I think with a with with pass or a very nasty result. Now he now became very, very wealthy. Now according to, according to school, to give, I think a speech and also give um, donation. That's the idea. Win. They will come back for you. Just win. As in, get your assignment done. Fulfill purpose. They will believe you then. Yeah, that's it. Amen. I heard about Panapesi Paul. His father disowned him. Yeah, Panapesi Paul, the singer. So he wanted to go and sing. You want to go and sing? You want to sing? Sorry. Please hold on. Amen. Where is the noise coming from? All right. So, it was something for, for having taken ambition. Amara, please come. Sorry, guys. Amara. I think, it's, I think it's coming from here. I think it's, it's interference. Hallelujah. Now, when he succeeded, Father started saying, that guy is my son. Yeah. 
Oh, it works. That's the poor. Now me born him, he's my son. Start telling people everywhere. That guy that seems there, he's my son. Now it works. So don't let naysayers stop you from pursuing your dreams. Pursue your dream. Succeed. Then they will farm you. That life works. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Finally, or semi-finally. <laughs> Amen. Now, in Genesis 1, as God built, he will check and say, this is good or very good. Why? The quality matters. God checks for quality. Yeah. Amen. You know, I, 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 I will make it look like um, being, being excellent or being posh, being um, um, is unspiritual. That is spiritual, just random. Just be doing, you know. Just do as you are led. Just be doing anyhow. No. God checks for the quality of what you are building. So you try to say, this is good. This is good. This is very good. God takes notes of how well you are building what you told you to build. So build for excellence. No, no mediocrity. No um, partially done jobs. Build for excellence. Check it out. Is this good? Amen. Get better every time. Amen. Amen. Build with love in your heart. Now, if I love my, if I love my audience, I'll build it for them in excellence and, and empathy. Excellence. Amen. Excellence. Empathy. How will the user feel about this? Will the person sweat to get it to work, work around it? You know, when, when you're making your air, for example, and it's painting very well, there's no empathy there. They say you do that. You know, how is the, <laughs> how is the user you know, um, feeling about and building. So it's important. Now, when you build for, for, for love, you know, if you show in your excellence, now you're going about it. Now you build. Amen. You know what happens? That the better, the better your product, the more you can build for it. Cheap products attract cheap people. Cheap people bring plenty of problems. Yes. Yeah. So, they pay 10k for a 100k job, but they want 200k value. Yeah, yeah. Because that to them, that 10k they paid is a life saving, so you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. So, built for excellence, built for kings, built for royalty. Oh, thank you, Pastor. Yeah. You know, you know what? Royalty, royalty you don't have time to complain too much. You don't have time. You don't be calling every time. What did you do? Uh, they don't. They are too busy, and they pay better. Yes. So build for kings. So he says, find a man that's good in his job. He will stand before kings, not mere men. So we are sent to build for kings, or people with kingly mentality. Yeah. No, you can be on your on your way to to kingship. Yeah. So you have a, a king's mindset. So we build for kings or upcoming kings. Praise God. Very important. So, build quality into your work. Make sure it is excellent. Excellent. Check it out. Excellent. Then build very well for it. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, finally, yeah. Now, 
when you build, let people know you are building. Compel them to come and see it. Don't build in the dark, thinking, maybe I'm so good, people will find me. They will not find you. People say, if I build, they will come. No. If you build it, they will not come. You have to call them to come. For example, look at Romans 10. It says, how will they hear if there is no preacher? So even though the gospel is the is is best product in the world, super product, but how will they hear if there is no... So there must be what? A preacher, you must call them, come and see what I am building. Marketing, advertising, social media. Let people know what you are doing. Don't be winking in the dark. That's in fine wink, but it's in the dark. Amen. Yeah, you know. Nobody can see you. So when you have to tell people to I'm building, make it loud. Shout it. So we see how some people in the market right now, they have zero value. But they are so popular. Why? They are making noise. I won't call names, Bob Risky. Uh, you was like the coupe boys. So I saw the video. I, I saw the video, and the, the value. <laughs> amen. Now there are people doing smart things that we don't know about. So make your noise, blow your trumpet, sell your market. Amen. So, so also for church, let them know there's a church here. Not just, you know, the other day, <laughs> this is very funny. So, um, that night I prayed, I, 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 prayed, I, prayed for, I just prayed for sex. I was praying so much for sex. I prayed and prayed. I felt my, my mind that breakthrough, church before today. As I actually prayed, I prayed to pray. I knew that God had done it, as in I prayed into it. So, I came here that day and church was moving empty. Why? You cannot pray for what you should do for yourself. When you pray, God do it in heaven. You do it on the earth. When you pray, God bless me. God bless me. You're not thinking about it. God bless me. He keeps putting blessings upon blessings in places. But to make it happen on the earth, there is what man must do to make the blessings appear on the earth. He must convert it. The Bible says, what became flesh? I moved to the neighborhood, right? So convert your revelation to flesh. What we can see. Amen. The world was in heaven, no? Forever settled in heaven. But what had to become flesh? To walk on the earth. So also, your blessing. You must, there are things you must do to make the blessing appear on the earth. Marketing. Lord, give me, give me more customers. When you're not marketing, no adverts. <laughs> Amen. We'll find next week. We'll start that next week, okay? So, as you are praying for increase, do what increase requires. So, amen. You want, you want a better job? Get, get, get another degree. Go for courses, for seminars. Up your CV. Amen. So don't stay where you are. Pray for increase. It doesn't work that way. Amen. If you want increase, do what increase requires. Then now expect grace to breathe upon what you have done for it to come to pass. So don't keep praying what you should be doing. Your mates are reading, you are praying. And you, you do the same exam. I want to pass. Yeah. God will not do for you what you should do for yourself. So there's what man must do and what God must do. Man must not ask us to God what man should do. Amen.
Even Christ had to, had to come to earth as a man to do the job because in the, in the heavens it cannot be done. It can only be done on the earth. Amen. So take action. Pursue your dreams. Stop praying when you should be walking. Pursue dreams. Amen. If you are not a pastor, I don't know why seriously you spend four hours reading your Bible every day. It's good, but amen. Go and walk. It's good, but ah, <laughs> amen. Your theology, then, yeah, that's, that's different. Amen. But you must be actively building. Even Christ will walk all day and pray overnight at night. He will walk day and pray night. So you must understand this thing so that you don't, you don't keep power in the heavens but have no result on the earth. Amen. Very important. So, for church also, evangelism, adverts, social media, marketing. So people can, you know, can hear what you have to say. Amen. Any other thing? Father, I give you praise. Have we been blessed?